Welcome to the Link Adelaide podcast. My name is Steve Moylan, and today I've got another artist from the 2015 Adelaide Fringe. And I'm joined on the line by Brendan Fitzgerald, who has uh, two shows that he's involved with in the 2015 Adelaide Fringe Festival. Uh, Take 5, the Dave Brubeck story, which will be on at the Brighton Performing Arts Centre, and uh, at the Aurora Spiegel Tent in the Garden of Unearthly Delights, Aham, Cosinando Con Latin Jazz, which I probably just completely murdered in my pronunciation just then. Uh, how yeah, are you doing, Brendan? Cochinando. Cochinando? Cochinando. Cochinando con Latin jazz, which means basically cooking with Latin jazz. That's oh, lovely. The, yeah. Does so, that mean uh, you get to, we get to eat when we come and see the show? Uh, only uh, in a, a spiritual sense, I guess. Okay. But uh, <laughs> we're not providing uh, we're not providing tapas or um, or any of that sort of thing. But uh, anyway, maybe people will uh, get stimulated to go and grab something like that afterwards. I'm not sure. Well, you'll be but, you'll no, be in the gardens down in the uh, down in the um, east end of Adelaide, so there's plenty of places around there that you can get that kind of food. So probably yeah, feed up yeah. before you get in there for the show, and you'll be right in the mood for some Latin jazz. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what can you tell yeah, me about the, uh, Cochinando? Well, the group's been... Uh, it's had a few different people come in and out of the group, but uh, it's got a fairly uh, good lineup at the moment with uh, some really hot musicians from the uh, local Adelaide scene mm-hmm. comprising some uh, uh, Latinos and uh, some people also who originate from Japan. And uh, the originator of the group is a bass player who comes from Nepal, actually. Yeah. And uh, there's myself um, and uh, a couple of other people who are actually born in Australia, but they actually come from uh, their background. Uh, is uh, One of them uh, is Bulgarian, the other guy is Russian background. Uh, and we've got a trumpet player who's basically, well, he's an Aussie through and through, but he's got an interesting name. His name is Virgil Reality. Oh, That's wow. his actual name. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so how it's long on you... his and everything. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. How long have you been yeah. together as a group? Sort of how long have you been involved? Um, well, well over a year, maybe a year and a half or so. Yeah. And uh, But the current lineup has been happening probably for about the last four months or so. Um, you know, just because we had a few changes with some horn players. And, uh, for example, our, our normal trumpet player is uh, getting married on the 1st of March, so we can't use him that night, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So Virgil has stepped in, and uh, Virgil's a fantastic player. He's amazing. Uh, really uh, hot trumpet player, very good. And uh, we've got uh, two other horn players. One is uh, Nick Vladkoff on trombone, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a virtuoso trombonist, amazing player. And also we've got Nick Sverdloff on uh on saxophones, and uh, Nick was playing in a couple of other different groups around the town, but he's, uh, once again, a fantastic player. And we've got three Japanese people in the band. Uh, one is uh, Takashi Kitahara on timbales, and uh, got Satomi Onishi, who's done a lot of the transcriptions for the work as well. She's playing percussion and uh, uh, various other things. She's uh, dancing as well. She told me the other night that she's going to be doing that pretty full on. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, and we've got uh, Rio Sonoda, who's actually currently in Japan. She's just gone back there for a few weeks. Uh, and she's basically playing hand percussion, guiros and claves and maracas and so forth. And she's also a dancer. Yeah. Um, there's myself on keyboards. Uh, Chi uh, Tapa 
His name is or Lakshmi Chi Tapa. He's uh, originates from Nepal. Actually, Chi uh, had the idea to put together this group some time ago and uh, involved initially myself and Takashi and uh, a few other players. And uh, yeah, we've been basically core founding members of the group for quite a while. But uh, Chi's got an interesting uh, track record. He um, he's been in Australia for quite a few years now, but he originally uh, set up the first jazz club in Kathmandu. Uh, in Nepal, yeah, and uh, also was involved in setting up the uh, f- uh, the major international jazz festival over there, which is called uh, Jazzmandu. Oh wow! Yes, uh, yeah. So there's him. Um, have I covered everyone? We've got the three horn players: myself on keys, the bass player, the percussionists. Oh yeah, our singer. Uh, yeah, we've got another percussionist, by the way. Yeah, a guy from Chile. Yeah, who's playing congas. That's uh, Rodrigo Gonzalez, and. Uh, We've got a singer who's uh, a really amazing singer called Dahlia Lama, and she originates from El Salvador. So she's a, a very, very good uh, Latin singer, salsa singer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So that's that's basically the group, and uh, we have had also occasionally another player who comes in and out. Uh, I'm not sure whether he's going to be with us on the night. If it's, if so, he'd be an eleventh member, but. Uh, uh, that's uh, Tennis Fernandez, who comes from Bolivia, mm-hmm. and he plays he plays guitar and pan flutes and so forth. But um, we're probably going to be pretty full with what we've got at the moment, so I don't think Tennis will be doing the uh, the gigs at the moment. And apart uh, from that, uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, that's phenomenal. So lots and lots of performers, mm. big big variety, and mm. a lot of sound on stage. That's great. Absolutely. How often do you get together to rehearse? Oh, at least once a week. Yeah. Sometimes twice, but but mainly uh, the moment we're just uh, rehearsing on weekends on Saturday, and uh, we we recently performed at the uh, Clare Valley Carnival of Music at the end of November. Yeah, uh, we uh, closed out the festival up there, which is a really uh, fantastic sort of uh, major community event in the Clare Valley. It's actually won some awards as uh, one of the best events of its kind in South Australia. Um, yeah, we did that one, and uh, we've played various other gigs around the place. Jade Monkey we did recently, and uh, uh, you know, just different smaller gatherings and private events, so forth. Yeah, that's great, and quite a prestigious slot to close out that festival in the Clare Valley too. So um, it should be an amazing mm, well, kind of wall of sound for people. Of, yeah, well, it's I wouldn't say it's well, it is a pretty dynamic sound. It's highly arranged music. It's pretty yeah. challenging to play, but it's uh, danceable. But it's also got all those really cool elements of uh, Latin music coming from rumbas and cha-cha and uh, mambo and so forth and bolero. Mm. And uh, uh, with the arrangements with all the different percussion and horn pieces, it's, uh, yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty good sound, actually. And so very, very alive when you, when you listen to it, I'm sure. Mm. Cool. Yeah, we've got a lot of influences from uh, Tito Puente, uh, Mongo Santa Maria and a uh, really awesome musician, a Congo player called Poncho Sanchez, who won some Grammy Awards. We're doing some of their pieces and uh, arranging various other, some other works as well. Awesome. Yeah. So that's a yeah. Aham or Cochinado Con Latin Jazz for one night only in the Aurora Spiegel Tent in the Garden of Unearthly Delights. Uh, so that's going to be yeah, on March just... the 1st at 8.30pm. That's right. Yeah, it's a one-hour show and uh, I'm sure... People will be pleasantly surprised when they get there, and I think it's pretty good value for a Garden of Unearthly Delights gig in the Spiegel Tent too. We're only charging thirty dollars for yeah. a general ad- adult admission, whereas uh, 
I've noticed that most uh, gigs in the garden are significantly more than that. There are some that are around about 33 or so, but I think uh, we've probably underpriced ourselves, really, but we just want to get an audience in there and uh, you know, give them an opportunity to have something to do on a round out their weekend, and yeah. they can go home after 9.30 and uh, be invigorated with the whole uh, good full-hour set of uh, pretty hot Latin jazz. And it'd be beautiful within that Spiegel tent as well. Yeah, yeah, it's a big, big uh, venue, but... Uh, Actually, it holds up to 500 people, the venue, yeah. but uh, I think 500 would be pretty, pretty well maxed out. But I think we'll, you know, there'll be a few hundred people in there anyway. Cool. So it'll be good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and the other show that you're involved with is uh, Take Five, the Dave Brubeck story. Uh, that's going to be playing yeah. at the Brighton Performing Arts Centre on the 19th to the 22nd of February. Um, so Dave Brubeck... Well, it's actually... Yeah. The, the, the dates are a little bit different. We're not doing the 20th, that's Friday night, because one of the band members is also involved in another group called uh, The Beggars, and they do, they're doing a, a show on the Friday night, uh, The Beggars Sing the Seekers. Okay. And, uh, yeah, they're, um, but their bass player, Quentin, he's uh, in... Well, I should talk about the group's composition first, because there's only four of us. But uh, we... we uh, yeah, we're uh, playing authentic... Music written by Dave Brubeck, who was a really famous uh, jazz musician back in the 50s and 60s, particularly with his classic quartet, which also included uh, Joe Morello on drums and Paul Desmond on saxophone and uh, African-American bass player uh, Eugene Wright and, of course, Dave Brubeck on piano. So it's basically piano, bass, drums and uh, alto saxophone. But the dates for the performances at the Brighton Concert Hall and Brighton Performing Arts Centre are the 19th of February, which is a Thursday night, mm-hmm. and then the Saturday the 21st of February and Sunday the 22nd. Yep. And then we're coming back uh, on the 14th of March. Uh, there's a big bit of a gap there. Oh, yes, there is. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got the 14th of March, which is also a Saturday night, because uh, we think that once the word gets out, people want to come and see the show, and yep. they've got a final opportunity to see it on the 14th. So... That's the second last night of the whole festival, uh, so it'll be worthwhile if people aren't going to go and see that huge thing uh, that's being promoted pretty heavily by the main festival and the entertainment centre. The uh, that's the only real well. I mean, there's obviously many other gigs on too, but uh, that's a big event on the same night. But um, I think uh, they'll get really good value for their money by coming to our show anyway. For a, it's a two-hour performance that one. Yeah, that's, uh, that's ticket phenomenal. prices. Yeah. That's cool. mm. And how long have you have well, you obviously a fan of Dave Brubeck? Absolutely. I've played Dave Brubeck's music ever since I was a kid, yeah. and uh, but I've really had to learn a lot more since I took on the idea of doing this show. And uh, we have already performed this show in the Adelaide Cabaret Fringe Festival uh, five times, and we did an extra performance in November 2013. Uh, we ran all those gigs at the Promethean in Grove mm-hmm. Street, and we sold out We sold out every one of those performances as well. Fantastic, yeah. Um, the Promethean holds about 120-odd people, so... Yeah. Um, We've filled those houses and we thought, oh, well, we've got to still have a go at doing the show and uh, put it in a different sort of venue. So it's in a concert hall now, which is a, a magnificent brand new venue down at Brighton at the secondary school there. Yeah. On Brighton Road, 305 Brighton Road. They've got, uh, it's part of their performing arts centre, which comprises a professional theatre and a fully fledged, beautiful uh, concert hall, which is probably more suited to classical music. Um, and consequently, they've got a Steinway concert grand piano in there as well to uh, service those needs, so we'll be playing that. Oh, of course um, <laughs> Yeah, they've got a, uh, a massive screen in there because we project images and uh, video as well onto the screen during the show, so we yeah. support the music with uh, um, 
and I narrate the story about Brubeck's life and the uh, uh, how the music and developed and how his own life progressed as well during the course of the show. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of a, a really fully interactive performance. We've got... Uh, it's not a very busy kind of uh, visual presentation because we don't want to detract from the music. It's really a concert with support by the visuals yeah. uh, rather than sort of us playing to a movie. We don't want to have that kind of thing going on. However, what we're going to do is now we've, we've been developing the show. Period, uh, every show we've done, we've incorporated new elements into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're going to the extent of incorporating some live uh, visual material of the performers themselves on the screen. So, There'll be the images that come up. There are sort of static uh, images, photographs from Brubeck's life. There's about 150 images which get projected onto the screen during the course of the show. Yeah. But uh, 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 during the time that we're playing, uh, we have a guy who's uh, going to operate sort of in a a very subtle sort of VJing capacity, uh, throwing across those images some uh, live footage of... uh, the musicians who are actually performing. So mm. people will see close-ups of the saxophone player, they'll see close-ups of myself on this screen and also of the drummer and maybe the bass player too as well if we can get him in. Uh, so we've got a camera that's operating that can actually pick up uh, live footage of us p- performing in different moments uh, and uh, that'll be projected as, as simultaneously with the slides. Not all the time, but it's going to be just just beautifully blended in there. So because yeah. the nature of the concert... Right, be great. Well, well, it's going to give it a really good impact for those people in it because it's a much larger venue this time. It holds up to 400 people. Mm. And uh, it's the way it's set up is uh, it goes back a bit, but uh, because there's going to be that live element on the screen as well, people who are sitting, you know, even at the back, very back stalls, will be able to have a really good impression of uh, the musicians themselves because I'll see them blown up quite, uh, you know, good size on this massive screen they've got, which is... Uh, an amazing uh, uh, asset to have in that venue. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. So, I mean, it sounds like you're going to have a, a pretty amazing fringe. Uh, it'll be very busy. Yeah, two I've great shows. I've been planning it for quite a... I've been planning... Yeah, I've been planning... Uh, well, the Brubeck show in particular is the one that I'm really uh, pushing at the moment because it's uh, it's been recognised interstate now as well with uh, part of the reason we're having that gap between the 22nd of February and the 14th of March is because... Uh, well, firstly, we've got the Cochinando con Latin jazz performance happening, and that involves Satomi, who's the drummer, yeah. on uh, in the Brubeck show. She's done a lot of work with transcriptions as well, so we play authentically the the actual music, the notes that Brubeck and his quartet played, and we also throw in some of her own improvisations as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, a lot of people have said that they could close their eyes and they really felt that they were listening to a concert by Brubeck because we've had people come along to our previous shows who... Uh, listened a lot to Brubeck's performances when they were young uh, in the 50s and 60s, and they said it's just so close to the original that they really thought they were listening to the actual quartet. But anyway, so Tony, yes, we've got that. We've got the 1st of March with the uh, Latin band, and then um, Satomi and myself. And then on the 6th of March, we're going over to Sydney to play in the basement in Circular Quay. We're doing a show over there, which is... uh, so the basement is one of Australia's probably premier jazz venue. Yeah, that's, that's um, huge. And uh, yeah, we've got uh, they've uh, taken us, uh, allowed us to perform the show there. 
And on the 7th of March in Sydney, we're going to perform again in a really huge theatre, the Sutherland uh, Entertainment Centre down in the south of Sydney. Uh, we're doing the same show as well. So we've got two gigs in Sydney, uh, right in the middle of the fringe as well. And then we come back to Adelaide, and the following weekend we're going to do that 14th of March gig. So we're pretty busy, not only in Adelaide, but also in Sydney. That's great. That's, that's yeah. really, really yes. exciting. Yeah, so I, I just want to get the message out to people that like this is a show that... Uh, has been picked up interstate uh, in Sydney uh, in March, but also in April, on the 23rd of April, we go down to Victoria and we're playing uh, the Brubeck show at the Ararat Theatre. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, then we uh, play on the 24th of April, on the Saturday night, uh, prior to Anzac Day, in the... Uh, uh, Clock Tower Theatre in Mooney Ponds. Uh, oh, yes. oh, sorry, Mooney, yeah, yes, Mooney Ponds Tower in right Melbourne. There, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to, we're performing Brubeck Show uh, not only in Adelaide Fringe, but also in uh, Sydney and Melbourne and uh, uh, regional uh, um, Victoria. Uh, and later in the year, in October, we've got uh, two regional uh, performances, in Vic- one in Victoria at uh, Mount Macedon and Kyneton, and one uh, in Daniloquin, of all places. Oh, Danny, <laughs> so, nice. Uh, so, it's, yeah, so it's starting to get out there. The word has got out that this is a show worth uh, coming to see and to hear. So we should, and, we should all uh, check it out before it goes absolutely yeah. crazy and massive. You will... <laughs> Uh, my intentions after this are to take it is to take it uh, overseas and mm. further interstate as well. I'd like to reach out to Western Australia and uh, to Queensland, yeah, and to do further regional shows as well. I will play anywhere they want us to. Be. If they've got a grand piano on the screen, we're willing to come. It's not uh, provided they can pay our fee, but which is quite reasonable, I think, because considering the quality of the show, yeah. Um, so, and I don't say that just because I'm in it. I, I really, I'm saying that truth. Uh, people, we've had it reviewed, and we've had very favourable re- reviews uh, from Cabaret Broadway World, which was uh, an international uh, web-based publication with uh, many hundreds of thousands of subscribers to it. And the first show, it was uh, just thrown up there for a really uh, glowing review from a local reviewer here, who's uh, pretty uh, pretty full on with all the performances that he sees around mm-hmm. the place, and he. He gave it a good wrap-up, and it was published there for the world to see uh, that this is a show worthwhile checking out. We did that uh, within six months of Dave Brubeck passing away, actually. He he died uh, on the 6th of uh, December in uh, 2012. Um, Yeah, but Brubeck's main fame is uh, brought about by the the tune Take Five, Mm. which uh, became the highest-selling jazz instrumental of all time. And uh, I say to people, oh, so have you heard of Take 5? And say, oh, no, we don't really know that. As soon as you play the first two bars, they know what you're talking about. So yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah. So that's uh, <clears throat> that's a little bit about both the shows. Um, I should mention that the first three shows in Adelaide uh, with the Brubeck show and include uh, Andrew Firth or Andy Firth, who actually originates from South Australia. He was mm-hmm. born in Port Augusta, but he... Uh, Spent a lot of his time growing up in uh, Adelaide, and then he got picked up. Uh, he was mentored by Don Burrows, who's one of Australia's greatest jazz musicians, um, uh, who's now in a nursing home, unfortunately. He's a, uh, Don Burrows is an awesome clarinetist and flautist yeah. who's legendary in Australia. And he mentored Andy as a young performer from the age of about 12, picked him up and took him and exposed him to uh, all sorts of opportunities interstate. Uh, Andy has got a huge following or has had in, uh, a huge following in his lifetime. 
as a saxophonist, but particularly as a clarinetist. He's a virtuoso clarinetist uh, and saxophonist, really. Uh, but he's, uh, Andy's uh, other claim to fame is that he's actually performed at Carnegie Hall. He had his own oh, show hello. at Carnegie Hall in New York. So, you know, you've got some pretty hot, pretty uh, hot stuff talent. there with That's Andy. Great. Yeah. Uh, Andy won't be doing the show on the 14th of March, though, though. We've got a local uh, sax player who's equally uh, amazing as a musician, uh, Peter Rodell, who has done a huge amount of work uh, throughout his time. Um, Peter is... Uh, He's got a lot of family commitments uh, these days, but he he's uh, I've played with Peter many years ago, and uh, it was great to have him come on board because Andy can't play with the, with us on all the shows we're doing interstate now um, because he lives in Newcastle. Uh, but he's willing to come over to Adelaide any time. His family still lives here. Uh, he's coming and doing shows in Sydney, but uh, Peter is going to do the last show uh, the 14th of March, uh, the Brighton Concert Hall, and he's also going to do the Victorian shows with us as well. That's great. All right, man. Yeah, but Peter is Peter's awesome. He's a he's a beautiful player and uh he's really up to it. We've already had some rehearsals with him in the in the space even as well and he's uh he's uh pulling out some amazing stuff and it sounds just like Paul Desmond. It's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Brendan, I've got to wrap it up. Uh, thank you so much no for your time today. And uh, uh, you can check out uh, Take 5, the Dave Brubeck story at the Brighton Performing Arts Centre of the Brighton Concert Hall, the 19th, 21st right. and 22nd of February and the 14th of March during the Adelaide Fringe. And Aham Cochinato Con Latin Jazz for one night only in the Aurora Spiegel Tent at the Garden of Unearthly Delights on the 1st of March at 8.30pm. All the details are at linkadelaide.com.au and adelaidefringe.com.au. Uh, Brenda Fitzgerald, you're going to have an amazing fringe, as is anyone that comes to see your shows. Uh, have a great one, and uh, thank you for your time today. Thanks a lot. Cheers. For more, visit linkadelaide.com.au. Check us out at facebook.com forward slash linkadelaide or tweet us at linkadelaide.